Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Soul Vikes with Cole and Mike. I'm Cole. And I'm Mike. And we are your hosts of the show. And uh, just wanted to start with um, a quick shout out to you guys for all the support um, this season so far. We really appreciate it. And I know we did a live Instagram live at halftime of the Eagles and uh, Vikings game. So thank you guys for tuning in to that and kind of showing us support. Yeah, so the Vikings lose on the road against the Eagles 34-28, to um, putting the Vikes at 0-2. So there's a lot to unpack here from this game, um, some positive takeaways. But, again, the same theme as last game with the turnovers. Um, Mike, I'll start with you. What are your overall thoughts from this last game? Okay, straight up, I've just got this eerie feeling that we're like basically doing the exact opposite of what we did last year in that, you know, I feel like last year was such a magical season. Like our defense wasn't that great, but um, they just happened to get all these just good, like lucky turnovers and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like this year it's the opposite where we're just shooting ourselves in the foot in big moments and yeah. they're coming back to bite us. And I think, you know, you can say what you want about our scheme. I think our defensive scheme is much better. I think our offense, I'd say our offense is arguably um, better this year than last year, given that we have TJ back and Addison. I get that our O-line's been a little bit injured, but um, that shouldn't be an excuse. And I think that we're just, it's the mental airs, man. That's That's what's killing us right now. And I don't know if it's just like, you know, first couple week jitters or if it's, if it's something bigger, but um, mm. we just we just can't turn the ball over. Like I, we've probably had what seven or eight turnovers in the last two games. I believe it's seven turnovers. At, well, actually, at one point, it was seven turnovers in seven quarters of football. So yeah, pretty abysmal there. But I would agree, kind of, with what you said. Um, with the comparison of last year, because. You know, last year we won all these one-score games, you know, 11-0 and 0 <laughs> in one-score games. And then this year we're losing one-score games. And like you said, these turnovers, um, four fumbles all in the first half, um, seven turnovers through seven quarters. And actually, um, the Vikings tied their own record, um, six first-half turnovers in first two games of the season. The last team with that record was the 2005 Vikings. So, you know, we're out here just tying our own records. It's just not good ones. Um, but, yeah, you know, kind of breaking down this game, injuries really hurt us. Um, three offensive linemen injured, Garrett Bradbury, Christian Derrissaw, and Ole Udo. And I believe O'Connell came out with a statement that said um, Udo, I think he's our right tackle, um, left or right tackle, but – I think Udo Udo was our second stream left tackle. Oh, really? So Darisaw got hurt, and then Udo came in, and then he got hurt. So I don't even know who he played. And... Probably some farmer from Iowa to protect Kirk. <laughs> he fast well, O'Connell said he's out for the year, so now we got to get even more backup guys. So this is just not good in the front couple guys there on our offense, and not to mention the offensive line has a, a good amount to do with the turnovers, I would say, especially like the Kirk fumble. 
Yeah, and it, that's the other thing too. When you're playing from behind, like we were, there was a point in the game where it was a two or three possession game. Like it's hard to get into the running like game once you're that far behind in the second half, you know? Yeah. And kind of going back to the defense, you know, I, I think we, we did pretty good shutting down the pass. It's just once they found our weak spot, they just exploited it. And not to mention time of possession was so swayed in their favor at one point, it was like double or triple R's. So, but I really think the play that lost us the game was when Jefferson had that touchback. And for me, that was just really frustrating because, you know, we worked the ball all the way down the field and we're definitely going to score. And then we get the touchback. And I think the NFL needs to look at that rule and do something about it because, you know, Jefferson is just trying to make a play and extend the ball across the plane. And because it's a loose ball that goes out of bounds, like it's a, like, you know, let alone the Eagles get the ball at the 20. Like, if anything, it should just be their ball at the one-yard line and a fumble. Like, a fumble. So, I, I even saw people on Twitter, you know, or X, saying how that rule is really dumb. So, is it, uh, is it called twi- – is it is it now called X? Or is that just – It's literally just X. Yeah, I don't know. Really? Elon Musk changed, but <laughs> – but yeah, it's just because we were gonna score and we would have went up fourteen to ten. Instead, we go in the half seven to thirteen. So, yeah, that was frustrating. I also think, um, like the punt return, mm. that one was a killer because like that was gonna be a huge momentum changer and uh, like literally get the ball in field goal range to start out and just just couldn't hold on like. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, we kind of talk about some of the negatives there, but positive takeaways. Um, you know, this Kirk... has been a terrible episode so far. I just got to say, like, we've just <laughs> been talking about turnovers the whole time, but it, it does really reflect how bad this Eagles game was. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, positive takeaways. Kirk, I thought actually played a pretty good game, you know, 31 of 44. Um, 364 passing yards and four touchdowns. Um, Jefferson had another huge performance, 11 receptions, once 160 yards, and he also broke another record. He's now the fastest player to reach 5,000 yards receiving in NFL history. What do you think about that, Mike? I mean, honestly, it's like it feels great as a Vikings fan that we have potentially one of the greatest wide receivers like mm-hmm. perhaps of all time but it also makes me really concerned that this guy's not going to stay in Minnesota that he's kind of going to ponder Vikings other put teams out a statement and... that they were going to try to resign him at the beginning of the season and um you could tell the last couple of games he's been visibly frustrated um, yeah and yeah, I'm just like I love Justin Jefferson, like, and mm-hmm. he's been such a key component of this team. But, um, yeah, sorry to sorry to turn a, ne- a positive into a negative. I, I'm just <laughs> I'm really I'm really I'm really pessimistic tonight, Cole. I'm just I'm feeling bad. I'm afraid of the Chargers. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if we just like at this point. Like, I think you're with every Vikings fan. We're coming off of prime time. It's just. It doesn't really help much. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, again, going back to Jefferson, like, I would also say, off your point, how he's such a big piece of our team, obviously. You know, in the red zone, he frees up a lot of receivers because he gets all attention from corners and safeties. And, you know, like that Osborne touchdown, he was – I mean, there's wide open, and then there was KJ's touchdown. Like, oh, yeah. Nobody in sight. Um, but, yeah, I – you know, TJ Hawkinson also had a great game, seven catches, 65 yards and two touchdowns. And, you know, like I mentioned in the live, um, I really like the way he runs with the ball after the catch. And he runs tough, shakes off tackles, and, you know, most importantly, he protects the ball. So – um, <clears throat> defense again played pretty solid, but they found our weakness. And what do you think about Jordan Addison too? Because dude, you know he's looked good through two games, and um, I would say Quasi's you know looking per- like he made a pretty good pick there. Yeah, and I know a lot of people coming into that pick are like, "Why are we drafting another wide receiver first round?" But Mm-hmm. looking at how this season has started out like it makes sense he's such a like compatible receiver with Jefferson like playing more in the slot and like um you know when Jefferson's double teamed like there's a lot of plays where um you know it frees up space for him he's a lot more I think I think Adam Thielen was definitely a great goal line target when we had him but mm-hmm. uh, to have a little bit more of a younger explosive guy to go along with Jefferson um, yeah, and also another goal line target with TJ Hawkinson. Like, it's really hard to defend our pass. But yeah, I just think, um, I, I guess if you have other things we want to talk about, but just a quick thing on the offense that that came across my mind is, um, I think, honestly, I think the key to our offense is our O line, hundred percent. It seemed like the Eagles, like, you know, it when Kirk only has time to make one or two reads that's when I feel like our offense really struggles and Mm -hmm. then you know he and he does the best he can with the limited options he has but like um, when he's constantly under pressured like it's hard but I think if you just give him a little bit more time in the pocket like you just saw the last two games Addison had like a you know a really long completion you saw that one to KJ like we have the opportunity to just air raid and I think Kirk is like comfortable throwing the deep ball you just got to give him time yeah and you know there there's that stat that said Kirk is one of the I mean last year I think he was the most hit quarterback Um, yeah you know part of it has to do with how long he holds the ball (laughs) and it's kind of like a good and a bad thing because when you hold the ball longer like you give more time for routes to develop but you know you're going to be taking a lot of hits and a lot of great throws he makes. I mean, boom, he's getting smacked in the ribs and he's down on the turf. Like, he, he yeah, hangs that, in there and he, he's willing to take a hit to, in order mm-hmm. to find a receiver to advance the ball down the field. But, like, it's just – it's sad that that's the only way we can throw the deep ball is, like, Kirk just – If he just gets rib cr- absolutely crushed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> another, another interesting – what do you think about this, too? Um Vikes have um, restructured a few contracts um, over the offseason. They have a little bit of money to spend. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think we should go out and pick up another, you know, decent O-lineman um, that's still available? 100%. Definitely. Um, is the trade deadline, ex- like, 
Do you know when that is? Because it's usually like the middle of the season. I'm not sure what it is with the 17 week season, but probably around. I want to like... say it's. Isn't it around? Oh, here we go. Um, looks like August, October 31st. So right around what week eight, nine, something like that. Yeah. Um. Now this is according to this source I'm looking at. I guess I could be wrong, but most of them are saying October 31st. So. Um, but I, I think we definitely go out and get, you know, some more help on the line and, um, yeah. So again, just frustrating game, you know, all that being said, we still only lost by six points. Anything else you want to add about the game? Um, you know, I'm, do you still have the comments of, when you when you did the Instagram of what other people's thoughts were, I feel like we should just give a shout out because I feel yeah. like it's so interesting. Like when I've like even at work, dude. Like I have a bunch of people that will just stop by my office and just give their like two minute Viking take. And yeah. probably this like Thursday was the most wild difference. Like there were <laughs> some people are like, I'm feeling really great about this team. Yeah, we just need to clear up the mistakes and we can make a deep playoff run too. You know, I think we should just fold at this point and try to get a quarterback in the draft. And, like, <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's uh... Well, I guess I can share a couple of them. Uh, I saved a few here. Unfortunately, they never gave themselves the chance to win. The defense could not stop anything. That's what one person said. Somebody else, turnovers are a killer. Our first two games have both been one-score games with three-plus turnovers. Uh Hundred percent, that's true. It's kind of crazy to think about. We haven't played anywhere near our best football, and we're still only losing by one score. Yeah. Um. So yeah, most of them were just you know talking about <laughs> that. We have a couple more here. Despite what fans may say, Kirko is a top five quarterback, and the problem is with the offensive line. Um. Vikings can't hold on to the ball. Never seen a team fumble so much. Like, <laughs> I like so, that one. Yeah. You know, our viewers have, you know, the similar thoughts to us. So, yeah. But yeah, so again, uh, kind of talking about some games from today, specifically um, NFC. Um, all the NFC North teams actually lost this week. So. <laughs> That actually helps the Vikings <laughs> at yeah. this point. But let's see. The Packers end up losing by one point to the Falcons, 25-24. Um, the Bears end up losing to the Buccaneers. <laughs> so 2-0 start for the Bucks, And then we have the Lions losing to the Seahawks as well in overtime. So... You know, right now the NFC North standings are Packers one and one, Lions one and one, Vikings zero and two, Bears zero and two. So, really, if we get a win next week, we're not looking terrible. We'll just be in the middle like we are now. Yeah. But how much do you want to talk about the Chargers at this point? Are you, um. I, I, honestly, I haven't done too much in depth. I guess we can talk a little bit about it before we let's let's just save it for another episode. Okay, that's um, fine with me. All all I'll say is this: the Chargers 
definitely worry me, like you said, just because they are also 0-2 as well. So as hungry as we are for a win, they are just as hungry, if not more, because... And they have Eric Kendricks. And they, they have, have Eric Kendricks. One of they're... the best running backs in the league. <laughs> they have Herbert. They're, they're actually lost three games in a row now because they lost in the playoffs. And, you know, I just feel like they're very hungry for a win. Maybe more than us, but... Oh, man. It, we'll save it. We'll save it. But, you know, I would also say... I think you mentioned this in either last episode or the one before, but it only gets harder from here. And looking at these next couple of games here, we got Chargers at home, um, Panthers on the road, um, at home against the Chiefs, away against the Bears, and at home against the 49ers, Monday night primetime game. So really looking at those games, the only games I'm confident about would be Panthers and Bears. Other than that, and I don't know if we win. And if you remember last year, we barely beat the Bears at Soldier Field. And I think that's another primetime game. So yeah. we're there's no guarantees um for any of those games. Yeah. So I gotta ask, did you watch any college football on Saturday? I'm be honest, I did not. Dude, there was a very heated game between Colorado and Colorado State. Um, you know, Deion Sanders, it's personal. Prom time. Is what he told his team. Prom time. And, uh, dude, the game was very chippy. I guess the other coach had said some stuff, and watching the game, they were just, yeah. But Colorado ended up getting the dub, so. They're really the main team I'm following right now. I'm not really watching any other team just because, I don't know. I, I support the Gophers, but I just. Dude, you got you got so many, like, good options down there in Florida. I think you need to pick, like, a. I know you're a Minnesota guy. You got to support the Ghosts, but you need, like, a secondary team. You know, you got, you got know. Florida State, the Gators, like, Miami. Like, I think you just yeah. you need to do your research, man. Get a, get a, Get another team to follow. Well, I will say this. Out of all of the Florida NFL teams, I think I like Jacksonville the best. Just something about the Jaguars. I just... Dude, they seem like a Vikings-type franchise. <laughs> you know? Like, like just kind of disappointing franchise. But, like, I don't know if they won a Super Bowl. But they have some, like, pretty good players that come out of it. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just... I prefer them over the. Is that yeah. your? Is that your AFC team? It's my AFC team. Yep. I, I I like Trevor Lawrence too. I think he's got a lot of potential to be one of the best quarterbacks here soon. So. Yeah. How's uh? How's uh? How how did you survive the summer? Um, out of your natural habitat in the <laughs> in the frigid or not the frigid the the humid tropical <laughs> Florida climate. You know, this this was they say it was one of the hottest summers in a couple of years here. Um, it was definitely very hot. I just tried to, you know, stay out of the sun from the hours of noon to like six <laughs> as yeah. best as I could. Um, I definitely got burnt to start, but now I gotta say I got a nice little tan. So there you go. But enough about me. 
um, Mike. You know, Vikings. We'll see if they can bounce back. Um, got they. They've got a long break here, um, which is going to be good. I think they need it. They need some recovery. And they need some mental, mental rest. Take a step back. Let let Kirk go to Barnes and Noble, read a couple books, and then get back to his <laughs> new nightmare self. <laughs> what what book? Okay, if you were like, if you were in the mind of Kirk Cousins right now, like, what book do you think, like, as a Vikings fan, we could get him to read to get him back in the right mindset? Well, actually, this brings up a good point. Did you see the Kung Fu Panda thing? Yeah, you know he's he he takes some wisdom from the you know music, what though. You know? Okay, I have to agree with Kirk on this one. I think that's a beautiful quote, and I also would say it is. Kung Fu Panda 2, not 1, not 3, Kung Fu Panda 2 is the greatest animated film of all time. I know that's a hot take. Bang, you heard it here first on this. Oh my god. Dude, like, Jack Black, he's just on another level, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, it, there's just so much, like, inspiration in that film that you could just like it just gets me motivated like i might do some push-ups right now just thinking about it <laughs> oh yeah shout out shout out master Uguay, the wise turtle um but enough about that to answer your question i would say he seems like a non-fiction guy um or excuse me kurt cousins <laughs> he seems like a fictional guy like maybe a harry potter series you know, he, he just seems like he's kind of in his own world and that's kind of how he carries himself. Like, doesn't really care about, you know, people's opinions. Like, he's just going to be himself. So, uh, give me, like, the, one of the Harry Potter books. I don't see Kirk being a Harry Potter guy. I don't know why. Okay. What, is he getting a book about hunting and fishing or something? <laughs> Well, no. I mean, if you watch the documentary, he got a a, a D Wade like, you know, biography. Like, okay, true. And then I don't know. Just I, I just don't picture him reading Harry Potter. I don't know why. He just doesn't. He doesn't strike me as a Harry Potter guy. I see him as like a Chronicles of Narnia guy. You know. Oh, okay. More of a C.S. Like Lewis. Uh, Percy Can, Jackson. See him as like a C.S. Lewis type guy. <laughs> Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. I could see that maybe. Like, what do you think he's reading to his son? <laughs> uh, it's got to be something good. I don't know though. Maybe some uh, Cat in the Hat. Ooh, gotta love Doctor Seuss. Are you, are you a big Doctor Seuss guy? You know, I get down on some green eggs and ham every now and then, but <laughs> I don't know if well... I've ever had green eggs before. I don't. I wouldn't recommend this. This podcast has taken a weird turn, but we've kind of been all over the place for this episode. But um, we're probably gonna wrap it up here. We've been going for just under half an hour. Um, Mike, is there anything you want to add before we finish finish out this episode? Yeah, I just want to put that statement out again that Kung Fu Panda Two. Is the greatest animated film of all time. If you haven't watched it, go give it go give it a watch. Um, like it's it's just a great film. 
That's my take. I don't want to talk about the Eagles game anymore. It's behind me. You know, just like Kirk said, you know, what, what was the quote? It was something about like, oh, wait, gosh, okay, I think I remember it. It's like, um, the past is history, the future a mystery, today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. present. Yeah. Yep. Mic drop. I know my Kung Fu Panda quotes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, as always, thanks for tuning in to another episode. Um, Make sure to check us out on our Instagram page, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. And as always, Skull Vikes. Skull Vikes.